Welcome to Between the Reads, where black books are shared and celebrated all year long. I'm your host, Audra Russell. There are so many great things going on this year as I continue to amplify black stories, but I can't do it without your support. Please consider heading over to patreon.com slash between the reads and becoming a member or make a one-time donation at www.ko-fi.com slash between the reads podcast. Are you ready, boys and bros? Then sit back, relax, and let's get to it. Latrell R. Morris is the author of horror, science fiction, and thrillers, including Nova, the Executioner of Justice, and The Making of a Friend. South Florida was where Latrell was born and raised, but now she calls Central Florida home. Latrell has been writing since she was a wee little one, and during that time, her love for horror and science fiction movies manifested. When Latrell's not writing, she's crafting, playing puzzle and logic games, creating chaos in The Sims, and dilly-dallying around (laughs) Florida theme parks. Latrell, welcome to Between the Reads. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm glad you're here. And you know, these these, these logic games, do you play like Sudoku and that kind of stuff? Yes, I figured out how to beat it. I know for some people it's kind of hard, but I'm just like, just process of elimination, pretty much. Yeah, it takes me a minute to get them Sudoku things started, but once I figure it out, then it's like boop, 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 but it takes me a, a good minute to, to <laughs> pick it up. And then I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> so let's get right to this juicy, suspenseful novel, your short story collection, mm-hmm. Nova, The Executioner of Justice. Tell our readers what these stories are all about. Okay, so Nova, she is basically a supernatural being. She's someone, well... I should say a being that sees everything that happens at night. So you know how people try to do their dirty deeds in the dark? It's Mm -hmm. kind of what it's symbolizing. So she got fed up with um, people getting away with these dirty deeds. So she decided to enact her own justice in a very unique way. So it's Mm kind of like she's an eye for an eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's very much an eye for an eye. Now, what was the inspiration for the creation behind Nova? What was? How did you come up with her? Um, well, I'm somebody who likes fairness, and I don't like people getting away with things. So it kind of came from that. Plus, you know, I was laid off unfairly back in 2020. So it kind of manifests a little bit. So I kind of just put it on paper. Okay. But in a very unique way. (laughs) Yes. Very unique. Now, tell us more about Nova, the character you created. So Nova, she's just, she, like I said, she's all about eye for an eye. She's no holds barred, kind of like an anti-hero. So she's been seeing a lot of things that's been happening in, and well, happening at night. Like you have um, one character, her name is Beverly. That's the first story of Broken. She got herself into a little situation when it came with her son. Her son has disappeared. Nobody really knows what happened except Beverly and Nova. Mm-hmm. So Nova... Beverly's car breaks down on the side of the road and Nova like just magically appears. And then that's when stuff starts coming out and starts happening. 
So she's basically just someone like that. She's like, you're going to get your karma. All I'm saying, y'all, is if this was real and Nova comes to visit you, just pack it up. Because you, you, you're done. You're done. That's it. There's no explanations. There's no I'm sorry. Hang it up. <laughs> I will say if you have somebody with you, like in the, um, the red room, maybe they can talk her out of it. So... <laughs> which I did not agree with, ma'am. I was like, no, 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 no. He needs to get his just desserts. I can't, I can't even say what I want to say because people need to experience, you know, I always try to talk about the books, but not so much that people are just like, know everything that happens. But all I'm saying is, you know it was a whole bunch of craziness going on in that basement. You and you, Kim has Stockholm syndrome. I'm like, sis, it ain't Pretty that much. much love in the world, right? Exactly. I know when I was writing certain parts of it, I was just laughing because I'm like, yo, this this lady is like, just, even though I'm the one writing, I'm like, this lady is a badass, like, <laughs> like. I'm like, I don't know. I almost felt like Kim should have got it too. Like Kim and him really? should have just been taken out because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if she would really actually address her own demons or whether mm-hmm. she would just end up being an accomplice and like being the one that lures people into the house. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. She, I don't know. She has some, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad at that. I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Why you? Why you letting her walk away and not take care of this one? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Because of all the... <sighs> he was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. And in, in a way, I tried to connect the stories together because Frank, who's the character in the Red Room, the male character, he is the brother of Henry, which is um a late night drive. The rideshare mm-hmm. driver. So, mm-hmm. and it, I tried to connect them a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> but at least you took care of him. Like, okay, yeah, I'm glad Henry's done. But, you know, I mean, come on now. Yeah. Uh, I was like, no, he, he, you, we didn't need to be talked out of that one. I was, I was a little hot with you for the, for that one. Really? <laughs> a little hot. A little hot. <laughs> So now Nova has a very interesting way that she devours her prey. Mm-hmm. As very creative and invented. How did you come up with that? <sighs> well, I'm somebody who I like astronomy and I kind of thought of, see, I'm giving a little bit of spoilers right now. I thought of a black hole. Mm-hmm. That's why her skin turns completely black. And then you have, sometimes you have the little sparkles, the spots. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's like basically sucking them in and drawing Uh. and taking their essence from them. Mm. Yeah. Cause y'all, when you, when you read the book, it's like her, her prey, the way that she, she gets them is like, they just, she does this thing and the room turns cold and they just like break apart. And just, right, and then she just drinks them. So, right. 
And I think a little bit her Nova her name actually came from like Supernova. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm an astronomy nerd, so Okay. I that wanted to have sense. a little bit okay. of space in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got it. I got it. Now, this I'm I'm getting ready to pick on you. Get ready. Okay. The story of Roger. <laughs> Sis. Uh oh. He doing all the dirt. <laughs> and you going to let his wife take some of the blow from that? I mean, sometimes you can't always have a happy ending. I mean, it ain't got to be a happy ending, but you could have <laughs> given it to him and not her. I'm, both of them got it. I know. <laughs> but she wasn't doing nothing. You Nova was saying how his wife was loyal and everything. How you gonna mm-hmm. get get her all involved in it? Why why she gotta get sick? Well, it's kind of the act of what he did has consequences more than just beyond the marriage part. So now, no, maybe she could you know do something more like sue him or something. I've heard of people doing that. <laughs> I don't know. Latrice. <laughs> Come on now. It happens. It'll be a better case for her for the divorce if it ever happens. Is it at least curable? Because <laughs> you didn't specify. I know. I know. It better be curable. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Anyway, no more of your books. This is how you gonna be doing, folks. Don't be frustrating the hell out of me. He the one that needs justice, not her. Right. But remember, she was doing a favor for karma. So karma wouldn't have done it that way. But Nova's a di- very different. <laughs> Maybe the way you're saying is the way karma would have done it. But she's helping karma out. So if she's going to help karma out, she need to do things the way karma does. Maybe karma didn't leave instructions. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to tell you, my sister is the same, was the same way with this story. She was just like, what? <laughs> yes! Because she was taking care of the kids and being loyal and being a great wife and cooking and cleaning and supporting and then I don't know, Latrell. I don't know. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Okay. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why did you choose to do a series of short stories when you wrote this instead of just doing like a full novel? I guess I had so many different ideas in my head. I just, I felt that it would be better if I just chose one character mm-hmm. and then have her visit other people because I I had I had like I said a lot of stories mm-hmm. and I still have more stories for her I'm working on part two but I felt I felt it would would have been better to just tell it like just break it up like that but still have it connected okay mm-hmm. so are we gonna see any more 
books with with Nova in them or is this it? We're done. Oh no. At first I was just gonna be it was just gonna be one book, but uh-huh. I got inspiration to start on part two and I've been working on it and this time she's gonna go I guess you can say bigger. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how you could go much bigger than what she's done, but okay. <laughs> Is it going to be short stories again and then they're all linked? Well, I guess the main thing is going to. How would I explain it? It's not going to be it's going to be short stories, but it's going to like pick up one after the other. So it'll still be, you know, it'll be one story and then she'll go into another part and then that'll be another story. But it's all going to take place at the same time. Okay. Oh, that'll be. Do you have a working title that you want to share with us, or is that still a secret? Uh, I'm still thinking of it. Okay. So I I actually have a cover for it, but oh. I I'm still trying to think of if I like the title of it yet. Okay. Are, are you gonna? When can we expect the cover reveal? <laughs> um, I would say next year, probably in the spring. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that because Nova's my girl. <laughs> I love Nova. <laughs> oh my God. When my dad read it, he was like, You have a very interesting way of writing. <laughs> I, I think agree. he was taken aback. He's like, What's in my head? I'm thinking, like, He's like, What's wrong with my baby girl? Because I don't remember you like this. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, you know, that's what we do. I, I love it. I love Nova. She's I, she's she's that girl, and I want her on my side. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Nova's not the kind of chick that you want on your bad side because you don't want to get on her bad side because, like I said, once she shows up, that it, that's it. You're not explaining nothing. Because right. she, got, she got the little, when the little notebook appears out of nowhere, <laughs> and she starts reading you your rights, Right. That's it. You done. Right. It's all over. It's all over. I wish. I wish I had the magical powers that a little notebook would appear in front of me and I it would just have all the crimes somebody committed cuz then I could just be like I got the receipts cuz Nova comes with the receipts. Nova's right. like I I got it all right here. So and she tried to make them confess, but they want to always act like they don't know what they what she talking about. Like, come on now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just saying. Just, saying. Just <laughs> mess up. I mean, she asking these questions, you know she knows something. She's trying to see if you gonna confess it. Exactly. Exactly. hmm <laughs> Now we did an interview mm-hmm. for my blog, Black Ink. And I asked you a question, which was, did the horror genre choose you or did you choose it? Right. And I think I really think that the horror chose me. Mm-hmm. It was just I don't know. For some reason, it's always been fascinating to me. Like it's so out of the ordinary. I guess that's why I like it so much, because it's mm-hmm. not an everyday problem. Mm-hmm. And me growing up in the um in the 90s, the late 80s early nineties and whatever, there was so many different horror movies. It was like, it was taken over. My favorite horror movie is Poltergeist, which deals with spirits and ghosts. And I love Freddy Krueger. And the way he goes about it is just very unique. Cause it's not, 
right there in your face. You're sleeping. You're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So it's always been something that's been fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Both the movies. I had nightmares for weeks on end with both. I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I did. I had to sleep with the light on. It was just, ah, <laughs> uh, especially. I mean, Freddie was bad, but I don't know. Some about Poltergeist just right. That one really shook me. And yeah. the thing is, like, I snuck to see it because my parents knew how I was, and they were like. You're not going to see that movie. And I had somebody sneak me in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I kept having these bad dreams. Oh, my gosh. I was like, this is one time I wish I had listened to my parents. Right. <sighs> it's horrible. <laughs> I still can't watch that movie today. I'm like, ooh. Really? No. I mean, I could watch it, but mm-hmm. then I'm going to be I'm gonna be messed up for a little bit. Like, right. Mm-mm. Yes. Nothing like the original. Mm-mm. The original is the best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like, have, have you seen Hollywood? Um, Hollywood. Halloween <laughs> End? I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just ready for it to be over because I'm like, how many times can <laughs> we come back? <laughs> True. But surprisingly enough, it was mm-hmm. it was pretty good. It was like a continuation of this, the most recent one that we thought it was going to end. Okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was it was really interesting the twist that they put on it. But I I'm hoping Michael is done. Right. Yeah. This time, I think I kind of checked out like years ago with H two O. I was just like, okay, enough, (laughs) enough, (laughs) enough. (laughs) You said I'm done, huh? (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Now, why do you feel black authors are important to the horror genre? Growing up, I was considered a little different. And in our community, if you're not like everybody else, then you're kind of considered an outcast. And I feel like if you like something that's different or outside of the norm, you should be proud of that. Mm -hmm. There shouldn't be anything to hide. If you love it, why not flaunt it? And I would be the first person to tell anyone that, I mean, horror, science fiction, pretty much. I can't do certain things, but this right here definitely is my thing. And I also think a lot of a lot of the apprehension comes from religion because Absolutely. certain things like, oh, this is evil and all this. And I'm just like, it's just entertainment. If I could tell you how many people have been in my DMs <laughs> with scriptures, people I don't even know <laughs> coming in my DMs, leaving scriptures and mm-hmm. asking me why I'm, you know, doing such demonic books. And I'm like, right. I don't even answer them. I just delete them and block them. Cause they're like, first of all, it's not demonic. It's horror. Right. And second of all, really, it's not that serious. I, right, my exactly. Soul, my, my soul is not in question. And, you know, these people that are up here, you know, touting all this stuff, probably going to bust hell wide open one day. And <laughs> just saying. Like, right, exactly. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's a, it's a genre just like anything else. Yeah, entertainment. And I've been lucky not to have anyone in my DMs saying anything like that. This is the first year because this is the third year that I've done it. Mm-hmm. And I never had any problems. But this year, I've been getting, you know, at least one a week. People in oh, my wow. Yeah. I'm like, 
Come on now. I don't even respond to it. I just block them and keep it moving. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. I don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's that's crazy. Wow. It is. Let people enjoy stuff. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So what's the weirdest thing someone has said to you when you tell them the kind of stories you write? Um, mainly, I've heard people, someone said to me, I didn't know black people like that stuff. Yeah, I've heard that before. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I think it may have to do with like what's going on as well, because if you look at in the horror genre or science fiction, it's dominant white male. True. So people may feel like, okay, black people aren't into that. But like I said, in the, um, in the questions, when I returned them back to you, I grew up around vampire in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, tales from the hood. I mean, right. We enjoy that stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish more stuff like that came out. I'm glad for Jordan Peele who, mm-hmm. who's bringing that back to the forefront. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Absolutely. So now you are releasing part two of the Friend Trilogy on yes. November 8th. Mm-hmm. Tell our readers what that series is about. Okay. So the Friend Trilogy is basically, it's science fiction. It's about, it is about a robotic engineer. So she, her company is pressuring her to get it, get out the next best thing. And it's the year 2025, and there's like an out an epidemic of loneliness. It's gotten worse throughout the years. So she decides to come out with a therapy robot, and her company greenlights it. She works on a um, prototype with two of her um, senior, her junior engineers, mm-hmm. and you know they're working through it. And stuff starts to go wrong with the prototype. It starts to, I guess, take on a mind of its own. Okay. And I guess it kind of delves a little bit into horror at the end of part one. Okay. And, but the whole theme has to do with loneliness. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And how did you come up with that? <laughs> um, delving from a little bit from my experience. Okay. Like I like, for me, writing is kind of therapeutic. So I wanted to tell something with I wanted to tell a story about something that most people, a lot of people actually go through. I know last I heard was like 30, a little over 30% of Americans now Mm -hmm. um, deal with loneliness. So I just, Mm -hmm. I thought of, okay, what kind of story can I tell with this? And that's how that came about. Okay. Yeah. And I know a lot of people were dealing with loneliness, you know, during this Mm -hmm. pandemic. So. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right, right. A lot of people got stuck, you know, quarantining alone. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So what does being an indie author mean to you? It means having that creative freedom to tell the stories that I want to tell. To the point. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And if a reader just discovered your books... Mm-hmm. Which would you recommend that they begin with first, and why? Hmm. 
I would probably say maybe start off with the making of a friend, just not to scare them a little bit too much. Because <laughs> they might go, what in the world is Nova if they're not a horror fan? Right. If you're a horror fan, you lean more towards that area, then yeah, start off with Nova. But if you want something a little more tame, the making of a friend, definitely. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe your writing style overall in your books? Hmm. I guess I like a little seriousness mixed with a little bit of comedy. Mm-hmm. So I'll try to keep it. You know, the whole plot is definitely going to be serious, but I like to throw in little comedic things in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when Nova in the in the basement and, you know, he fessed up and she was like, <gasps> he cares about you so much that he did this. Right. And, and she had her hands on her hips. I totally saw that whole gesture in my, I just, I was like, giggling but also like my eyes are like you know (laughs) but I'm also laughing that was like two whole different emotions but that was so funny the way she was like (laughs) he cares so much about you this is what he did (laughs) right (laughs) which is another reason why I was like no 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 (laughs) we do not need to be talked out of let let Nova handle it Kim, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> she has a little bit of heart. Very, very little. <laughs> I don't think she should have used it. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Just mm-hmm. saying. So where can readers find your books? Well, they can find my books at my website, latrellrmorris.com. Mm-hmm. I'm also on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Blurb. Okay. And where can we find you on social media? I am on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Facebook is going to be Latrell R. Morris author. Mm-hmm. And everything else is going to be at Latrell R. Morris. See that, y'all? She got the same thing across all the platforms. Nice and easy to remember. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you don't have to try to remember all these different names. And if you've forgotten any of this, you can go to readblacktome.com, click on her interview, and all of her social media stuff is right there in the article. And it's a great article. You should go read it. And we have come to the end of our show, ma'am. I want to thank you so much for coming here and spending your time and talents with me today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, this was an absolute pleasure. And booze and bros, you know how I do. At the end of every show, I give you a quote. And today it comes from the author Colson Whitehead and he says justice may be slow and invisible but it always renders its true verdict in the end oh yes next time you know what to do grab a book and read and I'm out you've been listening to Between the Reads I'm your host Audra Russell thanks for lending me your ear if you enjoy this content Please consider supporting this independent podcast by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash between the reads or making a one-time donation at www.ko-fi.com slash between the reads podcast. That's www.ko-fi.com slash between the reads podcast. Tune in next week for another great episode.